Let's pray. Gracious Father, thank you for your compassion this morning, your mercy. Thank you for the gift of Jesus. We pray you'd renew us by your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, good morning and a happy new year to you all. I hope that you've had a joyful and a peaceful Christmas over the last week or so. <clears throat> that you've known God drawing close to you, bringing light and blessing to you in this challenging season, challenging season that we're all living in. It's been a very difficult year. More people have been on their own this year at Christmas. There'll be more family Zoom meetings than probably there's ever been before. We're all adapting in Bath here to Tier 2 too, but also relishing that we are able to meet and to worship together. And that remains a great gift and a great privilege for us this morning. A new year is a natural time to take stock and to reflect to reflect back over a year of that's unanticipated, that's been challenging, and the last month, nine months, to clear the decks, to work out what is it we need to learn from the last year and the last nine months. But also making sure that the past, the struggles, the baggage, the difficulty, the failures, are put behind us as we think about what lies ahead for us this coming year. Most of us are full of good intentions. We want to make a difference with our lives. We want to have good things for ourselves and for those we love. But our pasts teach us that things don't always go well. We get disappointed, we get frustrated, and that our own plans can just turn out to be that. Our own plans that we spend ages on that go nowhere. But what's God saying to us at the beginning of this new year? What's God's intentions and plans for us this year? What is God asking of us and speaking to us about? If we learn nothing from the last year, other than through COVID, the kind of weakness and fragility of our own plans, or as we journey through Exodus, that the people of God needed to take daily manner for the journey, need to rely on God each day, then we haven't really learned anything in the last year. Today is an opportunity to <clears throat> rededicate ourselves to God. Why? Because right at the beginning of a new year, and after celebrating the season of Christmas, where we celebrate that God came to us, God has given us everything in Jesus. It's the most important thing we could do this year. Let me share something God has been speaking to me about over the last few months or so. A couple of months ago, someone <clears throat> graffitied on our church wall on Walcott Street this. It said, Starmer is a Tory. They put it there because it's opposite the Labour Party headquarters on, on Walcott Street. And someone thought that the greatest insult they could give to say about the Labour Party leader Keir Starmer was to say that he was a Tory. So someone wrote, Starmer is a Tory on our church wall. Now, this irritated me. It got me thinking. I started to pray a little bit about why did it unnerve me so much? Because actually, I have no heart for St Swithin's to be a house or a place of curses, full of upset, irritated, bitter, judgmental, vain, selfish uh, frustrations. But though that's part of our experience, we, we as a church say, yes, but we're a house of blessing, not curses. A house of goodness, of generosity, of forgiveness, of grace, of truth, of love. We're not a church of cursing. 
but a blessing. Now, on a very regular basis, as part of pastor work, you often get to see human behaviour at its worst when we fail. People being very selfish, very mean, very small-minded, very vindictive, very petty, full of self-pity. Do you know, when we get involved in the messiness of our lives, it can be really unattractive. It can be actually very ugly. We can see human behaviour at its worst. And we are honest, we know we're all capable of it. In fact, at different times, all of us will have behaved like it. But Christians, and one of the reasons we celebrate is we're not defined by it. Both of our passages this morning remind us why Christmas is a season of hope for each one of us, that God, who is rich beyond measure, intervened in creation and sent his own son Jesus to be a gift for us, a saviour for the world, to enable us to enjoy the riches of heaven for eternity. Heaven came to earth in the, in the form of a vulnerable, fragile baby, a baby that was poor, that was weak, so that we could become rich. So that we who are weak, willful, disobedient, petty, and at our worst be full of cursing, can become rich beyond measure with the life of the Son of Heaven. We can be blessed. We can be a blessing to others. How good is that this Christmas time? Is it really possible this morning that God loves us that much? That God would intervene and send his only precious son, Jesus? Because he didn't want us to stay lost. He didn't want us to stay broken and stuck in a pit of our own making, in our cursed and weak state. But he wanted to lift us out. He wanted us to become a blessing to others, to enjoy his riches and to share it with other people. We are blessed to be a blessing. And today, more than ever, our countries, the world, the nations long to be blessed. I wonder this morning whether at the beginning of a new year, do you really, in the bottom of your heart, believe that if you're the only one left here on earth, God would still have sent his only son, Jesus, to rescue you, to save you, forgive you, to restore you and to heal you up? Do we believe that God loves us that much this morning? That if we put our trust in God, that we become heirs of God and co-heirs of Christ, children of our Heavenly Father. See, if you've lost your way in 2020 for all manner of reasons, this morning is an opportunity to turn to him again, to turn around, to repent, to turn in faith to God, to renew your trust in him, to ask his forgiveness, to clear anything that remains the muck and the dirt of the last year and to clear it away and be clean and be forgiven and be restored and be healed. So we don't live as slaves, cursed and downtrodden, but as heirs of the living, wonderful God. This morning, there is hope, there is good news for all of us in the gift of Jesus. 
you may this morning feel like, do you know, Tim, I've failed so many times before. I feel very unworthy of God, unworthy of his love, unworthy of other Christians. But in the great reading of John 1, that we read again and again at Christmas, that God in Christ has come to us where we are. Do you know, nothing we can do can earn our acceptance of God to become a child of the riches of heaven. Only our trust and faith in Jesus coming to us in vulnerability, but full of grace and truth. The world at this time really needs people, really needs individuals, but also churches who are longing to bless rather than curse. Longing to bring life to others, longing to encounter people who are full of grace and truth. Longing to encounter somebody like Jesus. I wonder whether that can be us this year. A people, a church, longing to bless, longing to act out of grace, longing to act out of truth. Forgiving the curses. Encountering others who are struggling in life and bringing them hope and love and peace. Getting free and getting clean from all the stuff that attaches itself to us and we attach ourselves to, restoring us to life. So this morning, will you respond to God coming amongst us this morning? Will you receive him? The God of love who comes to us again in Jesus, full of grace and truth. Will you receive him? Will you offer yourselves afresh? Will you receive his forgiveness, receive his cleansing, restoring you to righteousness? Will you allow him to transform some of the poverty areas of your life into a place of riches? Will you welcome him? Let me pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the beginning of this new year. Thank you that this morning is an opportunity to put the past behind us to draw on your strength and ask you to come afresh by your spirit, minister to us, show us your love, reveal your love to us. Speak to us, we pray, and bring us to freedom. In Jesus' name, amen.